three, two, one, the. Let the bodies hit the floor. 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 <laughs> I think that's how it goes, right? Pretty much, yeah. That's bodies by drowning men. Bodies by drowning men. I've forgotten who sings it already. By oh my god, give me a second. Drowning pool. Drowning pool. I knew it was drowning something. I like Deadpool, but drowning. Yeah. Um. What are we talking about today, John? My name's Sam. My name's John. So we talk about our bodies our bodies or body types body or types to be more precise we have bodies so we have bodies so we have bodies there you go um, we're not just voices shouting into the void are you sure well no but help i'm just a voice um we've we've been semi obsessed with uh, a an old 70s thing an that old, seems to become 70s thing. popular, become As popular with again. all things old the young kids like them the youths they the like youths. they the like youths. this thing called the kibby body types the kibby body types and i i think body typing should be destroyed as like a serious note i think it's it's not a good thing it's weird isn't it most of the time but as a fun thing to do <laughs> for us it's very fun i think it's it can be damaging endless content it, it, it can be and it can't be right there's there's no problem with people going oh you've got this curvy thing these things might look better on you yeah but it's when people start using that as an extreme you can only wear this thing and certain body types will be more popular i'm just going to move around and talk at the same time to make it difficult to edit ruin the audio um should we start that again so you're not wiggling around you always wiggle around i know because i can't be comfortable just don't sit in a chair that's so creepy then. I just don't sit in a chair <laughs> um, yeah I think body neutrality that's my movement I mean, the of thing, choice the thing with the body typing is more like what how can you best dress your body I guess isn't it it's yeah, not so much it's, about like what's a good body type and what's a bad body type but really should we should we, we be looking at anyone's bodies and going they they should wear this that or the other I think that's the problem right it's fine if people aren't taking it too seriously, but some people take it very seriously. Think Trini and Susanna and, like, you're an apple, so you can't wear this top. I guess so, um, yeah. You know, it can, it can be negative, I think. I don't, I don't care personally, but I think it can be negative. That is mainly bullshit. <laughs> I think that's it's my almost, main problem with it. Almost completely bullshit. Some of it, the colour thing, we're also going to look at colour theory stuff. Yeah, I can't remember what that's called. It. But it's like the autumn, are you a cool autumn, are you a warm summer, all of that stuff. I think that makes more sense to me than the body typing thing. Because I think skin tones well, it is a color, will right? affect And colour theory is colour theory. But at the end of the day, just wear what you want to wear. Yeah. But for the sake of a podcast, that would just be it. It would just be, our bodies are body-shaped and I am a colour that you won't know. Cause right, so now you know what we think about it. <laughs> we're going to talk for about 45 minutes about it. And we're going to end up at the same place. Uh, yeah, probably. I, I think there's some, I do think there's some merit to it. Like, in terms of, you can clearly define people's bodies. I think there are definitely types of body, right? I'm not disputing that. Yeah. So, But we are today looking at the kibby body typing 
method. Yeah. Which I think was a 70s thing. Something like that. For, by a man called Kibby, I think. Yeah. I'm not sure of the exact origins of um, it. But... I'm, I don't know if I can be bothered to go into the history of it. <laughs> the, the main thing is it's got popular again now. That's pretty much it, right? With the... Uh, the gen is it Gen Z or would it be the one below? How old are we going? I don't I think know. It's Gen Z. I think it's the a Gen Zoomers. Z thing, isn't it? Um, um. So broadly, what is the Kibby body typing system sound? So it basically, I think there's twelve. Let's not go too crazy. No, I'm not going to go into it. But there's twelve. I think there's twelve types, and there's sort of oh no, thirteen. Thirteen body types. And it just says each based on the balance between what he refers to as yin and yang. I think lots of people know of yin, yin and yang, but I think it's like... Yin is curved and soft. People with more yin yang tend to have soft... angular and structured. Yeah, so people with more yin have soft, curvy features, yang defined by sharp, angular lines. So I think it's meant to help you, you know, if you're if you're soft, maybe you want to wear sharper, ob- sharper, th- sharper objects, like knives. <laughs> you're like more... Maybe you want to wear a shoulder pad. I don't know, we'll find out maybe. I actually think it's probably exactly the opposite, but... I don't think... I think they'll want you to wear things... The whole point of yin and yang, right, is that it balances it out. So if you've got a very soft body type, my my understanding from that would be that you wear something sharper to balance your body. So you're not just wearing a big sack. No? You disagree? I don't know. Uh, well, I'm just basing know. it on what I've seen. So I think it's more... I think they're just using yin and yang because they just found out about... Here you go, here's something positive from it. Every single person is an individual, so everybody's image identity. So is everybody's image identity. They're going to express it in their own way. There you go. It's it's meant to be positive. I think most of these things are. It's just the way people use them. So you've got the dramatic, extremely yang. Body type accommodates vertical lines, which is tall and with angular features. People with this body type have a narrow frame. Like Catherine Hepburn, Kira Knightley, that kind of person. And yeah. then you've got soft dramatic. Soft dramatic body types have bold yang with an un- a yin undercurrent. <laughs> I just find oh, it really yeah. funny. You're <laughs> really funny. Uh, same long narrow frame as a dramatic, um, but have prominent curves. Sterling's a soft dramatic. They're often tall with strong shoulders, carry most of their weight on their chest and hips. Famous soft dramatics include Ashley Graham and Adele. Uh, natural, between a classic and a dramatic. They're a yang, they're not a sharp yang. <laughs> this is where it gets all confusing. Yeah. When you're listening to the people talk about it, I just sit there and I go, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> they will always have a yin or a yang lean to their bodies. <laughs> Flamboyant, that means nothing. I mean, <laughs> flamboyant natural. Much like dramatics, flamboyant naturals are defined by their long limbs and long vertical lines. Her essence is in the natural category, but she is either tall, long, and broader, and she has curves. Overall, she leans extremely yang. Uh, Shirley MacLaine, Michelle Obama. They're people with yep. flamboyant natural. Okay. Soft natural. Um, soft yang and yin undercurrent <laughs> often curvier than flamboyant naturals tend to lean more heavily on yin features with soft round characteristics so people like Doris Day and Jennifer Lopez Can I, I, I'd just like to say this article has done a really good job of mixing classic Hollywood people with like current Hollywood people yeah, yeah. classic classic is the middle there you go John you listening classic is the middle yeah 
There's no such thing as a pure classic, but you have a person who's basically symmetrical and leans to the curvy side. Yeah. You'll often find dramatic classic and soft classic. So there's like, here we go, dramatic classic. Uh, even proportions are a defining char- characteristic. Often medium height with longer limbs that don't seem to be out of place. Unlike soft classics, they have sharper, more angular features. Uh, balanced yin and yang with a yang influence. Dramatic classics you'll recognise include Jacqueline Kennedy and Maggie Syth. Soft classics. Much like with classic body types, soft classics mostly balance appearance. While their yin-yang combination is almost 50-50, they have more yin-leaning on roundness. Soft classics are medium build with very very even limbs and curves. Grace Kelly, Kirsten Dunst. There you go. Gamine, everyone's favourite. Your favourite, This is the certainly. one that, that comes up all the time in my little YouTube reels. Yeah. Gamines are a combination of opposites. So they're small, they're compact, but then that's the yin part. What? That doesn't make any sense. Uh, they're elongated or sharp within that. That's the yang. Uh, someone will always have more yin or yang, yang influence, no matter what their shape. Gamines must be five foot five or shorter because they're compact. So I can't be a gamine because I'm can't five be foot a six. Yeah, so wouldn't have said you were boyish. No, I don't think so. Um, flamboyant gamine. Petite narrow frame. I think Audrey Hepburn have more yang than soft than their soft gamine counterparts. They often have more angular toned bodies, long vertical leg lines and often appear taller than they are. Soft gamine, petite and curvy. Soft gamines have more yin than their flamboyant gamine counterpoints. A little more delicate, that's how they're described. They're more narrow and angular than romantics. We've not got onto them yet. <laughs> With some yang seen throughout their small frames. So like Octavia Spencer and Leslie Caron. Romantic is the extreme yin. They are the exact opposite body type to dramatics. Known for their round features, these people are typically very curvy and tend to have a very defined waist that contrasts with their hips and chest. Think traditional hourglass figure, like Marilyn Monroe and A.D. Bryant. Um, I think the last one, yeah. Theatrical romantic. Often petite, with more rounded features, theatrical romantics are defined by their overall softness. Uh, People with this body type have extreme yin and soft yang undercurrent. Often curvy frames, more delicate features overall. Vivian Lee, Selena Gomez. Uh, well, Kibby himself is the male version, apparently. What? So there you go. He's the male version. Of a theatrical romantic. Okay, well, there you go. So, that's some very brief outlines of what we're talking about here. So yeah. instead of having your pears and your apples and your hourglass... It's not just about what shape you are, it's about how you're that shape. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit more in-depth than that. It, it seems to be relative. They always are. I don't know why I got so angry about it. Sometimes I get angry because it's like people put so much interest in this and it's like... It's because it's it's like anything, though, isn't it? I think it's like... it's where As soon as someone says that they've got a system for something, whether that's dressing in a certain way or, you know, losing weight in a certain way, people just get really obsessed with it. Yeah. Like keto things. I think that's it. I think it's the other like, stuff it leads on to that I have issue with. like a formula for losing weight. Yeah. Ostensibly. I think these things are kind and of And this is a formula for how to dress right. And if you're dressing off type, then you're wrong. Yeah. And I think... And that's when it gets I think most people don't... Most people aren't going to be like that. And the people that I've watched on YouTube, when they've come up in their little 60 second clips, yeah. don't seem to be... 
negative in any way. Well, they always seem to go, but... you should, you know, you could should look good in this, but you know, you can wear what you want. You'll just look, you'll just look more like boyish or whatever. Yeah. But there clearly is a, you should wear this element to it. Oh yeah, and I mean, um, I think some of it is like what a lot of it seems to be from what I've seen because we get recommended the same things because. Our accounts are linked. <laughs> They're not no, they're not. We're just on the same internet account. We're on the yeah. same we're on the same internet connection, and I don't have targeted advertising. Neither um, do I. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> they don't know who's accessing what, and it seems to be just mostly people saying what type various famous people are. Yeah, I think that's because so like, there's one woman in particular who does it, and she talks talks about her. I think she's like a I don't know, soft gamine or something. I don't know, but she talks about. I think she does it. She will go and. That like people ask her to do it, and she people pay her to tell them what to wear, essentially, yeah. right? Which is fine. That's a job. It's a job people have always had. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the easiest way to explain to people about like me reading that out, most of it made sense yeah. at some level, but it is a bit confusing. It's a bit. Oh, like, yeah, you have totally. to be under five foot five, but also you have and you're a yin, which is soft, but you have an undercurrent of yang, and it's like. Yeah. I see what they're getting at, but the easiest way to show it is through people, like pictures, mm-hmm. and the pictures mm-hmm. you're going to find are celebrities, right, in general. Yeah. So it does it does often sort of skew towards like, this celebrity looks great in this, and not in this. And it also goes into the colour theory, which we're going to talk about in a bit as well. But let's go, should we, we did a little test, I don't know how accurate test. the it test was. Probably not very, but I think the thing is, is that with most of them, it was like, with the most in-depth one I saw... It was like, take a picture of yourself in your underwear. Yeah. Or have someone take a photograph of you from like a neutral height. Yeah. So that the camera angles aren't warping the way your body appears. And, you know, ask yourself ask yourself these questions about, you know, your body. Do your, does your head appear small relative to your shoulders or big and all that kind of thing? You know, if, if you were looking at yourself, would you say that you were tall or short or yeah, whatever? Um, and doing that, I mean, apart from the fact that it takes a long time to get probably the same result for this, for this, for the amount of effort I think you and I are going to put into it. Yeah, it is not worth it. Like <laughs> if we were doing this because we wanted to find out our body type so we could start wearing, I, I'm quite happy in the clothes I wear. If I was a bit yeah. lost and was like, I need to help with what I should wear, I think this is a really good way of doing that. It's just how seriously you take yeah. these things. Well, yeah, exactly. Um, I. Yeah, I think we found a quiz that did what we needed it to do. <laughs> yeah, it asked us the enough questions and the right sort of questions to kind of give us a, a broad yeah. strokes, right? Yeah, and it gave us images yeah. of celebrities to compare things to, which was useful. Yeah. Um, we've already done it, so we're just going to talk about what our types are. Yeah, what would type? You, would you like to go first? This is obviously well, I think, skewed a little bit towards a woman. I think you should go first because, go first, because the test is skewed. And generally, I think the whole thing is skewed towards women. Yeah, although there is a male version, but there were no tests. Well, and I mean, it sort I think of seem to be the same. The two th- they are the same because it's it's based on this spectrum of from yin to yang, and yeah, and you fall somewhere on this if you're more yin than yang than you're. Yeah, one of and these it's things. not meant to be like about weight, so you could so some oh, of the yeah. things you could be obese and any of these body types. Yeah, exactly. Or very, very skinny yeah, and yeah, exactly. you know, a curvy person. It's just it's so it's not meant to be about what weight you are at this time. But yeah. that can I think that in your when you're looking at yourself, 
that could potentially influence how you see it. Yeah. Depending on how well you know your body. Like, I, I think I'm pretty good now at knowing if there are lots of people in a room, I might not know how big I am compared to everyone else. Because that's quite difficult, I think. It's yeah. a lot more difficult, depending on how extreme it was. But I, I think I can pick out someone's body type. Mm-hmm. And go. I have the same body type. Yeah, I think I think you're quite good at sort of seeing what um, if if people are similar to you. Um, and then that sometimes people assume you mean weight. I mean, I don't go around saying this to people very much, but I think we've spoken about it before. No, I, I mean, we talk about it because gone, we get recommended the these body. sorts of things, so it just sort of yeah. comes up in our conversation sometimes. Yeah. So if but I like, see someone with the same body type as me, I'm like, she looks good in that. Yeah. She's got the same body type as me. I'll remember that outfit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, Whereas I. I bought a jumper, and then later on in the day, we bumped into someone who was in the place where I bought the jumper from, and they'd heard me talking about the sizing with somebody, because it well, it would surprise no one who knows me that I'm medium in everything, all the time, yeah. and always I have been. John's the most medium medium. I'm the medium medium. Um, and they were like, you're never a medium, you know, you should have tried it on, that jumper would be the wrong size yeah. for you. And I came home and I tried it on. Lo and behold, you're a medium. Perfect fit. It's yeah. a medium. It's funny, isn't it? And I think people are just quite bad at looking at themselves. So I think obviously that's another pitfall. Well, of these I also things, think that, that generally people will be assessing themselves rather than, which is why it makes sense to have someone whose job it is to do it. I suppose yeah. if you're going to take it seriously. Yeah, there are people who do this you, for a living and you don't see yourself. Understand the, the body type yeah. typing a lot better than this little tiny little piece of information I've just given everybody. I think people quite often either you're not you never have a neutral opinion of your own body. No. Mostly. I think most of the time people see themselves well most, most women <laughs> at least I would say the majority of women for various reasons see themselves as bigger than they are. Yeah. I don't think that I, there are definitely people who probably think they're skinnier than they are but I think for the majority of women there's an element of like, oh, I look bigger than... Yeah. I mean, and then pe- people don't see you like that. People are either over-critical or overconfident, And there's very yeah. few... I don't think there's that many people who are kind of bang in the middle. And I think that's... I mean, it's potentially another... It's another podcast episode. <laughs> I don't know if we'll ever do. But it's more about... That's more about, like, the media and influencers and people like that influencing how people look. And that's not a new thing. Like, it's not as new as... Oh, no, you know, no. People used to edit black and... You know, your old black and white photos. They were... People would... They'd cut little sections out of those every, waistlines. Every editing feature on Photoshop is yeah. from actual photo editing yeah. of celluloid film. Yeah. The end. That's and before that, that, you have portraiture, right? And that people yeah. would... Some people would want an accurate portrait, but most people were like, make me pretty, make me look good. And there'll be a type at that time that's Hence, popular. Anne of Cleves. Hence Anne of Cleves. Although I think she, I think that whole thing was... I think she wasn't ugly. I no, think they but are now, she, I think but it's now she, skewed way the other way. Oh, I'm not saying she was like, ugly, but I think... No, no, you know, that is she, the thing. She probably was painted to look like the, uh, the archetypal of the time. woman of the time. Yeah. And she didn't look like that. Or was not exactly as in portrait and that's the problem but but what's funny but what, what i was gonna say i'm not saying you're saying that but all i think what i think is funny about that is now depictions sometimes make her like the most you know they'll put boils on her face or something do you know what i mean yeah i mean that feels <laughs> a bit really unfair like... slightly disingenuous yeah so interesting um the cat's just doing something crazy what's the plan Bagheera? um 
so yeah, but that's kind of another. It, it's there's there's links. There's definite links to yeah, this. Yeah. But it's a different topic, really. So it's like influence on other people's bodies and all sorts. Mm. And then you have got cultural influence and what's popular there, and on and on and on we go. We could go into it now. I don't think we're going to. No, I don't think we should. <laughs> I think that's not what we're talking um, about. So I, after doing this quiz, yeah, back to the quiz. I got. And I unsurprisingly got this. I knew I was going to get this. Um, I got... And this is not meant to be like... Because I look like Marilyn Monroe. What are you, Sam? I'm a romantic body type. I have a kibby romantic body type. Go same on. as Marilyn Monroe. Um, just, you know, three times bigger. <laughs> romantic body type means you are all yin. Feminine, soft features. You have all a soft, yin. curvy, voluptuous body... With a delicate, rounded... I read that as booty. Well, anyway. Um, <laughs> that doesn't even what it says. A delicate and rounded bone structure. That's what it said. Yeah. Your body shape is an hourglass figure with fleshy arms and legs. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, okay, um, yeah. uh. <laughs> Fleshy arms and legs. There's got to be a better way of saying that. But it's true. My arms are so fleshy... <laughs> They're just squidgy. So, so I think they should have gone with squidgy. Uh, every, then is everybody that... likes your facial features. Everybody. That's just it. No reason. Just everybody everybody, everybody likes loves them. your facial features. Uh, no, it says because features. everybody likes your facial features because your facial bones are small and delicate. I don't know if that side of it's true. Uh, you have beautiful and large eyes, your full lips, no, <laughs> slightly wide or lush nose, and jawline, and fleshy cheeks. Again, with the fleshiness. I don't think that's a good way of putting it. Attracts- I think I Ooh. think they mean as opposed to hollow. I didn't read this. Go on. Apparently fleshy cheeks attract all men's attention. <laughs> uh, <laughs> men love those fleshy cheeks. <laughs> it is defined as moderate to petite, less and um, typically less than five five. That's wrong. I'm moderate. Yeah, but I'm I mean, five, you six. know, I'm nothing, nothing is an ex- an exact science. Um, sort of thing, is no, it? kibby body typing is an exact science, John. That's why we're doing it for is science. It, is it though? <laughs> so yeah, I like whenever body types come up. I I don't like Marilyn Monroe. I'm not trying to say to anyone I like Marilyn Monroe, but she has a small waist. Mm-hmm. She has big hips and she has big boobs. Yeah, and that is literally what I have. So she she's definitely diff like smaller than me. <laughs> But she has the same body proportions as me. Um, right. To a T. And yeah, those fleshy arms of hers. So Who fleshy. would forget that scene where the wind picks up under that thing and, and her, f- her dress comes up and her flappy arms all over the place, See, flapping around. <laughs> perhaps this is part of the problem with it. And all the you're, cheeks you're associating, you're associating fleshy with flabby, hair. which is not what it says. <laughs> I know, but fl- I know it's not what it says, and I don't. I'm not flabby. <laughs> I'm not trying to be like, oh, poor me, I'm flabby. I'm ha- very happy. Sure? I'm very happy with my romantic body type. <laughs> I take issue with the word fleshy. <laughs> you just don't like the way it sounds. Don't I you? think it's hard. Well, do you like the way it sounds? Well, it's just a. Uh... If you were described as fleshy, would you be happy about that? <laughs> but yeah, I, I wasn't. I wasn't surprised to be basically what is the equivalent of the hourglass to. Yeah. That's what I am, apparently. Okay. And I've always been classed as that. The hourglass. Uh, you know, when I gain a bit of weight, they make me an apple. <laughs> but I have a very small waist. Yeah. Big hips, big boobs. This is true. Romantic body type. John, what are you? I, Mr. Medium, am a classic. 
You're a classic. I'm a classic. Any uh, flesh or none? Uh, the same as Grace Kelly. Um, of course. You know, I, I, I too resemble the, the, the Princess of Monaco. Um, <laughs> I have a symmetrical... Sorry. Uh, it's a balanced yin, feminine and soft, and yang, masculine and sharp. I have a symmetrical bone structure with a tendency towards a slight sharpness. Nice. Uh, your body type is slightly live and sinewy musculature. Sin- see, so I got fleshy, you got sinewy. With a, a proportioned a bust, word. waist and hips and a moderate to slightly long limb. My height is moderate, usually between 5 and 7, usually between 5 feet 7 inches. And what? Um, your facial features are symmetrical and evenly spaced. Now, obviously there's the test we did, um, I mean I think that's pretty fair. Oh, what was um, the name of that test? Do you know what the name of the quiz was called? So it was on Quiz people. Expo. Oh, it's Quiz Expo. Um, it was a pretty, pretty vague. really standard. Yeah. A step above a BuzzFeed quiz, would you say? Yeah, not much though. Um, <laughs> although this one seems to be a fairly well put together test based on what we already know about the body typing system. Um, so, because the test was mostly for 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 the uh, the more feminine among us uh, I looked for a description of what the classic would look like for a man yeah um, and uh, it's symmetrical with no extremes anywhere on their bodies uh, they do not appear tall or short their heads do not seem big or small their arms are not long or short lean or wide not too angular too blunt or too narrow their chests are not small or wide or blunt but just in the middle right and usually nothing on their face stands out <laughs> uh, they are balanced it would be hard to draw a caricature of them Young Robert, uh, sorry, Robert Young, Anthony Perkins, and Henry Fonda are good examples of classics. I don't know how. You like Henry Fonda? That's what they're saying. Apparently, I don't know what Henry Fonda looks like. Uh, Twelve so Angry Men. I don't know what he looks like. He's got big eyebrows. Jane Fonda's dad. Does that help? Um, yeah, I wouldn't have said it looked like Henry Fonda. No, particularly, but um, <laughs> he's like another man. But Henry Fonda too looks like a fairly, fairly normal man. Yep, he's not um, the same chin as you. So yeah. Again, maybe it's all based on the chin for me. Maybe his eyes too are evenly spaced, so you know whatever. Um, um, I, I guess think that's that, it. That from what we did, the the quiz test we did, and obviously knowing that yours is assuming you're a woman. Yeah. Um, yeah, your test is assuming you're a woman, but I still think, to be fair, like I said, I wasn't surprised. I got romantic. Like it is, it is the closest to the type of body that I have. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, it is right on that regard, right? I mean, I guess so. They've split you up into categories, and I fit into the category I've been assigned. So yeah, and I think yours isn't far off either. Really, no, I think that's I think that's fair. To be um, so yeah, so that's our our body types. There are body types. I haven't looked into. I was I was going to look at like what sort of clothes we should wear, based on those body types. I don't know yeah. if it's. I could do that really quickly now. What, can you look, find yours? Well, I can tell you what my my uh, male ones are. I should avoid too much detail on my clothing. Patterns, stripes, dots, etc. All take away from you rather than enhance your attractiveness. I need clean lines, some crisp tailoring, and symmetrical clothing. I should keep it simple. Make of that what you will, I think. Yeah, I think that's... I mean, clean lines <laughs> is never a bad thing, right? <laughs> I would say so. That's probably all right. Um, I'm just trying to see if there's any way of no, I can't. I can't obviously find. I'm sure if I kept looking, I could find something, but I can't. <laughs> so, 
Now they're talking about curtain bangs, so it's really gone off topic. Um, <laughs> curtain bangs? Yeah, you know, those like, this, uh, you know, Americans call fringes bangs. Oh, right, okay, fine. So. It's like a... Curtains. I think it's like a swoopy. Oh, not like the nineties. No, well, yes, I think, but I think it's meant to be a bit more trendy now. Style. Mm. Um, well, it well, is trendy now. Just, but... I guess, just think Marilyn Monroe, and that's what I should wear. Yeah. Um, Likewise, just think uh, Henry Fonda, and that's yeah. what, that's what I should be wearing. <laughs> so the other thing that always comes up with this is um, like color palettes. Yeah. Specifically, um, the like seasonal color palette. Good old and seasonal that's like color a, palettes. You know, hair. It's it's based on like your hair and your skin tone. So they're always saying, you know, oh, uh, I don't know. Reese Witherspoon is a gamine with a warm spring color palette. She right? is. It's true. Um, I've, I've I don't seen know how it accurate what I've just said is, but that's the sort of thing they'll say. And that so to go with this, <laughs> we thought we should probably do the color palette yeah, thing as well. Yeah. I have looked up the the different because it's not just the four i think it used to just be the four seasons and then yeah. people went we can more do more of this we can do more and i'm sure what i found isn't even the the extent to it but for example <laughs> there's winter spring summer autumn yep there's bright warm light cool indeed um and there's warm dark and cool so there's like a spectrum of things on a so you can be a dark winter, a true winter, a bright winter. You can be a bright spring, a true spring, a light spring. You can be a light summer, a true summer, or a soft summer. You can be a soft autumn, a true autumn, a dark autumn. I think you can be a cool summer and a warm winter. I think there's all sorts of things. There are a lot. There are a lot. Um, I think the one we did, I don't know if it gave us all the tonal things. I think it just told us we were a an autumn or not, didn't it? Or did it not? Did it uh, I think we were both warm autumn. Let it me just, just find it. I think it just said autumn. Yeah, our quiz suggests your palette is autumn. Okay. So it didn't give us a lot. No, but then also the same people um, did also sell the service of they did. doing your So colour. maybe that was the next so, part of it. So yeah. we both got autumn after this quiz. I'm sure there are better quizzes out there. Uh, this is the autumn thing from, I can't remember what the website's called. Calameo dot com. Is it Calameo? Yeah. Uh, autumn. Nothing makes your skin glow, your eyes sparkle, and your energy levels soar. Kettlewell. Sore. It was Kettlewell. Was that the other one? Mm. Oh, mine says Calameo. No, Calameo is the. Th- I think you got like a catalogue thing that you're reading it in Calameo. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> let me try again. Nothing makes your skin glow, your eyes sparkle, and your energy levels soar quite like wearing your best colours. It's like being given a bunch of flowers on a grey day. Explore the world of colour and discover the whole new colour for you. That's the intro to our autumn colour palette thing. Well, yeah. It's funny because we've got... I think we're actually... I would have put myself not as an autumn. No. I don't think I'm a winter. I would have said maybe like a, a, a summer, a late summer person. But there are there are blues in autumns, you know. But that. going on our... I've, we've got different skin tones. Apricot, grey, teal and... True. Marine, navy. Yeah, it's very nice. I like the colour palette. Okay. All right. Oh, sea green. All right, fine. I'm an autumn then. Very I'm happy. I'm happy being an autumn. I just think it's funny that we both have quite... I would say quite different... Yeah. Tones. I think so, but then... Like you've got brown eyes... We both got dark hair. Yeah, you've but got. But you've got very. Sam has like grey blue eyes. 
Yeah. Very light blue. But you've got like brown, like I'd say quite classically brown hair. Whereas if I didn't, you know, I obviously... Your hair would be much darker than mine. My hair's like ashier though, I think. Ashy. Well, no, that's what they call it. Ashy brown, ashy blonde hair. I guess so. I just, it seems like a strange way But it's like more muted. I guess. You know, I can say dusky if you prefer. No, I don't like that either. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why. Um, But yeah, so uh, from that perspective, I don't know if I would, I think, I think I probably am an autumn, but then because we don't have the difference in tones, mm-hmm. I think we'd be on a different tonal spectrum together. Like maybe you're a warm autumn, and like what were the things I gave myself? What did I just find? I think that's probably it, really, isn't it? I reckon you're a true autumn, right? And I'm maybe a soft autumn. Okay. From the <laughs> from the color palette that I've found randomly, or you're a dark autumn. And I am a true autumn. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I mean? Like I feel like yeah. we're one, a, yeah. one a long a spectrum. See now, this 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 whole the color thing makes a lot more sense to me than the body type thing. I think because like across cultures and things like that, people tend to combine the same sorts of colors. Yeah. The color wheel makes sense to yeah. me, and it works. I think the color wheel in general works, and you can break it. It's a lot easier to go. I mean, obviously, like you know, some yellow goes across from blue, but. In, in lots of different countries, colour combinations mean different things. But, you know, the colours that clash will clash wherever. Yeah. I think people are generally pretty... pretty but you okay can clash it. things if you know what you're doing. Yeah, with the colour yeah exactly. And I'm sure that's the case with these this kibby body type thing. Mm. But because it's less well... Because people mainly know colour palettes. And I think because yeah. even though people look at bodies, you know, we as humans, you see bodies all the time. But when you're looking at colours, it's almost like, even though there'll be variation, people will definitely just go, this goes with this. You know, there's much more, like, I think, instinctual knowledge yeah. of colours, yeah. because colours are useful. Like, evolutionary colours are useful, right? Yeah, like things, some, some things mean danger, red, danger. And, like, poison <laughs> you and know. stuff. Whereas, I don't think it's that necessary for a human on an evolutionary perspective. There are some reasons for, for knowing about body types, I guess. Like, but... It's not like you're going to look at a saber-toothed tiger and... Go, that's a... Boy, <laughs> like, what a wow, soft gammy tiger. Soft I guess it helps for, like, oh, m- more more meat. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. It's weird, isn't it? Um, it's obviously more of a attractiveness thing. So this... When we... Cl- there's, like... There was something we could click on. I don't know if you clicked on it. And it said, Autumn palette is warm, rich, earthy and natural. I did see that, yeah. Yeah, often in layered tonal colour combinations. Each of your colours has a warm golden undertone your greens are rich and vibrant oranges are burnt while yellows are mustard ochre and amber rather than primary colors rather than traditional navy or black your neutrals are the darkest brown the warmest marine navy and cream rather than white which i think i agree with i think in general those sorts of colors suit yeah, us yeah autumn characters are curious <laughs> i don't know why they get where they get this from Curious, interested types, both in other people and the world around them. This is this is based off of what colours we picked. There uh, was I some mean, I'm not sure I agree interest. with that, but you're not curious. You're not curious to understand what our cats are doing right now. They're being annoying. <laughs> uh, information gatherers of the world, while generally content to let others have the spotlight, they are more than ready to take centre stage and share their knowledge. It starts with a scarf. I think after that it just goes into like... Yeah, I didn't delve some, into this. Have some looks. But 
the first two things are about what sort of things yeah. you want. Um, it, yeah, I, I don't think there's nothing to it. It's the same with bloody... It, it's got more merit than astrology to me. Yeah. <laughs> but even astrology, there's some uh, scientific... Not basis in astrology, but there's some reasons why, why people think... You know, Aries are bright and fiery. It's because of the time of year you're born and how people, what people are doing at that time of year. Like when you're growing up, like if it's beginning to be warmer, people are out more, so people are more social. So if you have a kid who's growing up in the spring, they'll be more social. There's all these things that scientists have said, this is why people think this about these things. Yeah. And it makes sense to me that there would be links with that. Mm. I don't. I'm not. I'm not interested in astrology. We did an astrology one. Yeah. I think I find it fascinating, just like this. It is really interesting, and I like doing things like this because I like. I just like taking quizzes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm not. What star sign is that? What the the quiz star? What body sign? type likes to take quizzes? The romantic body type, John. We just love well, to know about so, our yeah. fleshy, Clearly. our fleshy nubs. That's your, what we want to know about. Fleshy brain loads. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I do what I really I don't want to spend a hundred pounds each on it, but I want to do that that personality test Luke had to do for his course that was actually a more legitimate study on not, not STI, what was it? SDI no. Social Something Development Index. Yeah. About how you deal with problems and yeah. various things. And um I think that would be great to do as a test. But I think mm. it's a hundred pounds per person. So, yeah. To do the proper one, and I think for the sake of me enjoying quizzes and maybe getting a podcast, strength out, it's not deployment worth it. inventory. There you go. Um, there you go. Well, if anyone wants to pay for us to do that, who's listening to this, and go ahead. Um, <laughs> maybe we'll try and do something that doesn't involve a quiz next podcast. But I thought that yeah. was, I thought this was quite interesting because we kept getting advertised it. Like people kept talking to us about it yeah. on, on the line. Watch us now, never hear anything about it ever again. Now we've spoken about it. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. But I just wanted to know what a soft gamine was. Do you feel like you know now? Um, some sort of squidgy ham. I'm not sure. It's a mixture of the body type. It's, it's not not sharp. Neither sharp nor soft. But a soft one would be slightly softer than sharp. Yeah, and they're always really short. And they're short. Yeah, they can't be more than five foot four or whatever five it was. Five foot five and shorter. So all our cats are soft gamines. We so could we should have done some of the cats, shouldn't we? Well, that's we that. could have done Bagheera's body type. Absolute chaos. Absolute chaos. So, do you have anything else to say, John? I feel like I spoke way more than you. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, but it's because I'm a. Um, it's because I'm an autumn. Because <laughs> you're not. You can't remember what body type you are, can you? I'm a classic. You're a classic. Yeah. You're just a classic guy. I'm a classic guy. I I I have a 32 inch waist, a 32 inch inseam, and I wear a medium shirt. Classic. Classic. <laughs> you look good in. Neutral clothes. I look good in neutral colours, yeah. And your your colour palette suggests the same. So. Yeah, well, I'm currently wearing light blue jeans and a grey jumper, so, you know. Not your colours. Have you seen, there's the other one that I think is based on the same thing, colour palette-wise, but there's it's like women holding up, you, we watched it together, holding up different, like, block-coloured flags. So, the... the, the, the com- you can't see the motion that I'm doing. It looks like I'm flossing my teeth. Flossing your teeth, but your whole neck. Um, yeah. So, 
the people who we did the colour test that we took yeah. do that. That's what they do, is it? Yeah. So um, it will go into much more depth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. However much. Um, yeah, so you get, like, colour swatches and they put it by your face with, like, a ring light on you yeah. and stuff. Like, or want, a... Should we just do it? It's not going to benefit anyone, but I want to spend... how It'll probably be, like, £500 or something stupid, won't it? But it'd be fun for people to just hold up flags for, like, We could do that. Hour. We could just go to the... Go to the fabric shop and ask for like loads of samples. I reckon those fabrics are quite for for a one-off. That would be expensive. Oh yeah, it's like um they're the the Pantone yeah cards. They're yeah. like a grand. It's it's useful if how you much use is them pan, all the how time. Much, how much is the Pantone card box? I'm this is it. I'm, I'm I've got nothing else to say after this. Is it swatches? This is where it goes off the rails. Yeah, here we go. Pantone. Their Pantone shop is an amazing place because um, it's both things that. Well, I love Pantone colours. So... £188.40 for a formula guide. For a formula guide. Um, £236 for pastel and... So that's for just a, chips, for that's for just some of them. Yeah, exactly. It's mental, isn't it? But the I do, solid guide set uh, is £404. I do want to own it, though. Well, I the, don't the, need the it. The thing is, they're also really nice. Yeah. They're really nice colours. Um, what features are there? Four portable handheld fan decks, printed on the most commonly used paper stock weights. There's a lighting indicator to demonstrate when lighting is suitable for colour evaluation. There's the essentials guide set, which is £662.40. It just looks really nice. But I mean, it comes in a really nice box as well. That gives you six swatch sheets. Uh, I just wish I had a reason to spend six hundred. Oh, okay, so the full one is the Portable Guide Studio. That's £898.80. Okay, I don't have a reason to buy this, but I want it real I bad. almost... <laughs> I, I looked I looked into getting some of these things for you. Just, But all I do is, like, hold it up to a wall and be like, this is what it is. Well, yeah. I, mean, but I wouldn't be using it how it's intended. You can get the, the, the Pantone Capture. Could I, I guess I could rent it out. The Pantone light booth. Do you think there are people that want to rent out um, colour swatches from me? And I could make money that way. Make my money back. Maybe. Off my colour swatches. You can probably rent them out. It's literally just nicely made. You can buy a box swatches. with a light bulb in it. And that's... Yeah. Oh, between £1,530 and £2,142. Maybe this is... You've got bikes. Maybe I'll get into colour in a. I mean, I'm into colour, but maybe I'll get into colour swatches. What are the features? You know, not just colour Simulate, theory. Simulates daylight at a colour temperature of five thousand K. What's K? Kelvin. Yes, because that's light bulbs, isn't it? What we call horizon light, like in the morning or late afternoon. I mean. And then you just then you just know you just. It's like oh, when so you don't little... even. You have to choose which light it it can simulate. You can't. You don't. You don't. It doesn't even give you all of them. <laughs> this is insane. It's meant. Graphic designers are insane. Yeah, I know. It's beautiful though, isn't it? Not that light so much, but those color swatches are nice. If if we set up as a limited company, would you buy color swatches? Well, it depends what color what what color we would. Well, be. It, <laughs> I don't know if we'd have to prove that we make money doing this could I I guess anyway we could write that off as a business yeah, expense we could, but we don't have a business so it doesn't we could, I would we I could would use love... the Pantone color, the, the two and a half grand Pantone colour box and the £800 swatch sheet to correctly identify 
the right logo colour for our for each episode. So for someone's face. And we can outsource these things. <laughs> You'd have to put their face inside the colour box, though, wouldn't you? That's all right. It's only a little bit of UV. It's good. Barely even UV, to be honest. Um, yeah, I'd love to have a reason to own these things that, are, for me, are actually quite pointless. But they're just so nice. Like, the box they come in. Yeah. I mean, is it's it like... worth, however, £880? No, not see, to me. The, the thing is... is to that a business, I, probably. I scoff at these somewhat. Because obviously these are all prices including that, and if you're a business, you can write that off. Um, so you're actually paying twenty percent less than that. That's still a lot of money. But I I bought a tiny ratchet for which I guess is a bizarre thing depends. to buy for a normal person. It just depends. But I what use you're it using. every single day at work. It completely depends what you're using it for. There's loads of pointless crap in the world for most yeah. people, but there'll be a reason to own this stuff. Yeah, this is true. But it's still expensive. Like no, no matter what you're looking at, like. I mean, I guess if I was, if I had a lot more money and a much greater income, I'd have a room full of Panton. Panton. Yeah. Panton. Panton. What did I just say? Panton. Panton. Did I say? Yeah. I think I wanted to say Panatoni as well, I th- and then yeah, I changed it. A room it. full of Panatoni. I've had. I would have a room full of Panatoni. <laughs> which is which is if a weird. If I was a millionaire. <laughs> which is a weird thing for you because you're not a big fan of bread and cake. I um, don't mind chocolate Panatoni. Hmm. I don't think I would have a room for... What room would you fill? If you had to have a dessert room with one dessert... Oh, not what room would it be? Bedroom, obviously. Bedroom? Well, yeah, okay. It would be the bedroom, but... What dessert what does it, it If be? It could only have one dessert... You, you're a millionaire, but you're only a millionaire In enough one room. to have one dessert. One dessert room. It costs a lot of money to have various desserts. Yeah. What's you know, the... the room is chilled to the specific temperature of that dessert. What's the best dessert that I could eat indefinitely forever? Can it be different flavours of the same kind of yeah. dessert? Yeah, I'm going to give you that. Crumbles. You think crumble? Mm. Crumble's a good shout, actually. I think I could eat a lot of crumble. In fact, I know I could because I, I have that in the past. cherry crumble's the best crumble. Cherry crumble, apple and blackcurrant, apple and blackberry. I think I'd pick, um, I think I, if it's if it's lots of different flavours, what would I pick? Pear crumble. I think I'd pick... I could even do a pineapple crumble. Would I pick mousse or would I pick... Um, I think panna cotta is a more versatile dessert because you can have things with it, right? So you'd have in my dessert room. You have things with mousse, but I guess I guess you have different flavors of mousse as well. I mean, you? that's what I'm saying. If it was one, if it was one flavor of something, then it would be panna cotta because it would be raspberry panna cotta. Mm. But if it's which is actually two flavors technically. Well, no, but it is a flavor. No, I know. I'm just saying that's that's a good shout. It, yeah. Okay. If it's you can have many flavours. Then you can get a lot of different flavours of mousse. If it had to just be one flavour of things, I'm not sure I'd go for crumble. I think if I was doing one flavour of thing, I suppose. What's the thing with, like, jelly and cream? That's panna cotta. No. No, I'm thinking of that really awful, like, Victorian-type dessert. Trifle. Oh, no, that's got custard in it. Mm. That's a horrible idea. No, I don't know if I can go out with you anymore. I'm just thinking about what's, Think about what's got the most variation of flavours in one thing. Think film. about something else. <laughs> Trifle. Okay, N- I'll let Nicka, you have Nickerbocker Glory. It's your ice cream, I guess. It's your dessert room. <laughs> yeah, you, you're not allowed in. It's my dessert room. Yeah, okay. It's my... Well, my dessert room has panna cotta in it, then. Yeah. They're, are, they're think... in different wings of the house. I think mousse is a good shout, otherwise, if it's various flavours. Because you have strawberry mousse, yeah. chocolate mousse, you have white chocolate mousse, you have dark chocolate mousse. 
You'd have a strawberry mousse. I said strawberry mousse. You'd have raspberry mousse. Yeah, fruit mousse. Lemon mousse, which Lemon is actually mousse. getting quite close to a posset then, but... Posset is a mousse, basically. It's the same thing. It's just got a French word. I would have said that... So it's mousse. <laughs> <laughs> no, would... mousse is Canadian, John. <laughs> <laughs> right, we, we've strayed too far from the kibbe. This is why we're soft what and classic. What mousse would you be? What body mousse would you be? <laughs> My kibby body type is crumble, I'm and yours is moose. moose. <laughs> I'm a fleshy moose. I guess moose is quite a romantic dessert. It is romantic. Just look, imagine me and in crumbles Italy with a moose. With a moose, <laughs> just that's it. No other. It's like Rocky and Bullwinkle, but just picture. But you're the non-moose one. Most people who listen to this, if anyone's still listening to this, know no what I look like. At this point. No, no one <laughs> know what I like. But if you are for some strange reason listening to this, and you don't know who we are. Just imagine what you think I look like. A very romantic, curvy woman. Marilyn Man... Marilyn Mar- Manson. <laughs> Mar- just imagine Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe Manson <laughs> sitting <laughs> on a balcony in Italy. The sun's setting. <laughs> it's a warm autumn day and they are eating a moose. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I look like. <laughs> oh. Well, I'm an apple crumble. John's just an apple crumble. <laughs> John is Marilyn Manson eating an apple crumble. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm Henry Fonda eating apple Henry crumble. Henry Fonda. Oh, okay. God. We're sorry. We're so sorry. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> I got good at the end. <laughs> yeah, when, when we completely derailed. I think we just need to talk about rubbish. Yeah, the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor.